Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Again, everybody, welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock Central columnist Scott Davis for a look at this week's column from Scott that is up on GamecockCentral.com. Scott, good to have you again today, man. How are you getting along? Great to be here, Emerson. Uh, just trying to pull pull and will this Gamecock basketball team <laughs> into the NCAA tournament. And uh, it is now, unfortunately, going to be a white-knuckle ride to the finish line. Didn't think that was going to happen after the Gamecocks beat Georgia, but that's where we are right now. As is often the case, Scott, I can relate to your writing. You speak to me when you write your column on Gamecock Central, and that's no different this week. You said you've had a good run, Scott. Your life has been good. You eat lots of pizza, you drink a lot of beer, and yet somehow you're still here, but you find yourself yearning for more. You know, I think, uh, as I say in the column, I think my in-laws even like me, Emerson, which is really – uh, an amazing thing to admit. So it has been a good run, but I want this team to make the NCAA. That's my desire. And as I point out in the column, they need to make it. This is the time. They can't wait any longer. It's been an eternity since this group made the uh, the big dance. And, you know, unfortunately, you've, you've posted back-to-back losses against Alabama and Arkansas at home. No crime in that. A couple of decent teams, middle-of-the-pack SEC teams. But now you find yourself in kind of an almost, uh, you know, must-win situation. They, they have uh, Tennessee and Mississippi State at home remaining. I think both of those now fall into the must-win category, unfortunately. And yet, and you also still have, uh, you know, some less than great teams on the road left in Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, and those now look like must win. So I think you almost have to go four and one down the stretch, perhaps losing on the road to Florida, even though Florida has also struggled of late. Um, but they've made their <laughs> pathway to the tournament much harder than I thought it was going to be two weeks ago. Gamecocks get no benefit of the doubt from the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee, as we found out last year. Scott, 24 wins for the Gamecocks, not enough to get them in when, you know, with just a couple of weeks left in the year. It felt like South Carolina was a lock to make the tournament. Carolina was the last undefeated major college program in the country last year, and uh, there they were on National Selection Day left out of the tournament. So no benefit of the doubt from the tournament selection committee there's no doubt there there isn't and as we talked about on this podcast before they have not made the tournament in 13 years haven't won a tournament game in over 40 years uh the year of my birth and i'm an extremely old individual so this (laughs) this team is not north carolina it's not Duke. it's not michigan state you know they they need to be knocking out the Alabamas and Arkansas of the world at home. And again, no knock on those teams. They're 
you know, solid SEC teams, and it's hard to win in this league, but this committee has shown time and time again that they just don't care much for Southeastern Conference basketball. So if you're losing at home and doing it multiple times to middle-of-the-pack teams in your league, that's just not building the resume that you need to build when you already don't have the benefit of the doubt. And so, especially after last year, that just was simply not something you wanted to see as a South Carolina fan. So they've got to right the ship, and they've got to do it immediately. Scott Davis joining us here on Gamecock Central Radio. I'm Emerson Phillips. Scott's column is up on Gamecock Central this week. Okay, I'm nervous is the headline. We hope you'll check it out. Gamecock Central Radio here. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast on your cell phone. You can listen for free anywhere you receive cell phone service. The app is free. Our podcasts are free. You can find the app on on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to our free podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Scott, you're nervous this week after a couple of home losses to Alabama and Arkansas, and I think you're not alone. I think a lot of Gamecock fans are having a flashback to last year when the Gamecocks, you know, played kind of 500 ball late in the season, and it ended up costing them a trip to the NCAA tournament. So, Scott, you like this team. You talk about it in your column this week. Good bunch of guys. Frank Martin has said they've all bought in to what he's trying to sell, to everything that he's trying to promote and get them to do on a daily basis to become a tournament-type team. They seem to have done that to this point, been ranked in the top 25 much of the year. But this team needs to make the tournament beyond that. There are reasons beyond that why this team needs to get in a tournament. Scott, tell us about it. I think long-term, I just don't know how you can make a case for recruiting. It's just going to be very difficult if you don't make the tournament this year. I pointed out, Cinderius Thornwell has played with literally the heart of a lion the last couple of weeks. The guy's done every single thing that he can do in a South Carolina basketball uniform. Is probably going to win the SEC Player of the Year this year, and if he doesn't, it'll be a travesty. I just wonder how you go out and sell this program to elite recruits if you have to admit, well, we did bring Sam Thornwell into the program, but he stayed all four years, but we didn't make the NCAA tournament any four of those years. I I don't know where you go from here. So I think you've got to make the tournament now if they had, you know, enjoyed consistent runs into the tournament over the last 10 years and, had some success there while doing it. I think you could potentially weather weather the uh, storm, excuse me, but but they haven't, as we talked about. <clears throat> and so I just think they've they've got to find a way to get into that tournament somehow. It, even if they don't do much while they're there, it's it's just critical for the lifeblood of this program. So hopefully they can regroup and uh, get it together and and get there. Yeah, and this is not a new problem for South Carolina basketball, Scott. This has been a recurring theme for a long time. You know, when you don't make the tournament and you have schools like Duke, North Carolina, uh, in your geographic region, and you have schools like Kentucky and Florida in your conference that have won multiple national championships, it's difficult to recruit when you're not in the tournament year in and year out. And you state flatly in your column this week that it could be that the next 10 years of the program are on the line. Yeah, and that's the problem. Uh, Again, I mean, how do you sell the program as being on the rise if you're Frank Martin entering after this year your sixth season at South Carolina? 
You have no NCAA tournaments to show for it. You potentially have an SEC player of the year who spent four years in your program and did not make the NCAA tournament. It just I'm struggling to figure out how you would sell that to an elite talent who could potentially take you over the top, especially, as you mentioned, when you're bordering a, a state university that either is in the Final Four or threatens to go there on a virtually annual basis and uh, are playing in a league with Kentucky and Florida, as you said. So it's just it's so critical that they make this tournament this year, and I do think it, it's well within the rights of every Gamecock fan, even the most positive of the fans out there who sometimes don't love when I point out the obvious. I think you need to make this tournament this year, right now, in 2017, and to do it, you're going to now have to have no margin for error down the stretch. All right, Scott, the Gamecocks did beat Michigan and Syracuse in the non-conference portion of the schedule early this season. And I think good news for Gamecock fans is that both those teams starting to play better basketball now. Michigan's starting to heat up in a Big Ten. Syracuse got off to a rough start this year, but they're playing better basketball of late, too. So hopefully those non-conference wins from early in the year mm-hmm. will be a feather in the Gamecocks cap. But like you said, SEC wins don't count for a whole lot, at least uh, that seems to be the perception in the eyes of the NCAA Tournament Committee. So the Gamecocks still control their own destiny. Just got to get the ship right it again. Scott, got to get it back on track. They do, and you're absolutely right. Those two wins, I guess, are the ones that most help South Carolina's case at this point, especially the Michigan win. You know, you've got a team in Clemson who appears to be poised to lose its way into the NCAA tournament. (laughs) So, you know, it's hard to figure out where these guys are coming from sometimes with the way that they select teams, but a lot of it's based on RPI, strength of schedule, and they just simply don't feel very good about the Southeastern Conference and basketball. And so SEC wins have meant very little or next to nothing to those guys. But unfortunately, SEC losses, especially at home, are just devastating. And that's why when you're trying to make a case in what is an extremely uphill climb to get there, you really just can't go and go 0-2 at home over the course of a week to the likes of Arkansas and Alabama. And again, those are solid programs. Nothing wrong with those two teams. But this committee has just shown time and time again that they don't respect SEC basketball. And uh, for South Carolina to lose those two games at home was was really unfortunate. And so now they got to go on the road, starting with Vanderbilt, start getting some Ws in the column. Road trip to Nashville for the Gamecocks this weekend. 8.30 Eastern time tip Saturday night for South Carolina at Vanderbilt. Really important ball game for Frank Martin's ball club. Scott, we've heard uh, this week, you know, Frank Martin walked out of practice a couple of days before the uh, Arkansas game. Uh, said that it was not a spirited practice. The team has been a little bit lackluster lately, and certainly that's shown up, particularly on the defensive end of the floor. So, you know, Gamecocks uh, having some issues right now, but can't let that get in the way of what has otherwise been a fantastic season and still a chance for this team to make history, get to the tournament for the first time since 2004, and possibly win a tournament game for the first time in 44 
long years. 1973, the last time Gamecock men won a game in the NCAA tournament. So, Scott, you know, the team's tired and not having fun playing basketball. Uh, as an old school, longtime Gamecock fan, I can just say I am not trying to hear that, man. It's time to man up. Let's get in the tournament. Let's win a ball game or two. No question about it. And as you just mentioned, I, I can't remember a time I've heard a coach who seemed more despondent than Frank Martin after that uh, loss to Arkansas, talking about how he had had probably participated in over 3,000 practices in his career, and only two of them he walked out of in his lifetime, or one of them was before this Arkansas game. So that tells you all you need to know, and you're absolutely right. They're worn out. This is the time of the year where – you know, pretty good teams may start to coast and, and start thinking, hey, let's just get to the finish line. But they, they need to be very hungry over these last five games. I mean, they need to act like this is for the national championship because they've got to win and win often to make this tournament. And this program needs them to do it, and hopefully they will. Scott, great piece this week. Okay, I'm nervous. I think you're not alone. I'm a little bit nervous. A lot of Gamecock fans listening might be nervous with you. But uh, South Carolina with a chance to go to Nashville and win this weekend. And uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here in the regular season. SEC tournament still to come. And then the Gamecocks will find out their fate as far as a possible NCAA tournament berth. It's been 13 long years, Scott. Maybe this will be the year that it comes to an end. We all certainly hope so. I hope so. They were predicted to bracketology last week. I've been slated for the Greenville Regional. That's my hometown. I've spent a ton of time in that arena going to concerts and whatnot. So I'd love to uh, go there to see the Gamecocks play, but I most importantly would love to see them playing anywhere in the NCAA tournament a month from now. So yeah. let's hope they do. You saw Motley Crew up there in Greenville, right? We talked about this last week. <laughs> I certainly did. I saw Bon Jovi there. I see <laughs> Billy Joel there. You just about name any classic rock uh, nice, person, nice. and I probably saw it. That's strong. That's a pretty strong list right there. <laughs> One thing you've not seen in Greenville is the Gamecocks playing in the NCAA tournament, so we hope to That's have right. that coming up in a few <laughs> weeks. All right, Scott, great to be with you, man. Good stuff this week. Thanks very much. Thank you, Emerson. Talk to you later. He's Scott Davis. He's our columnist here on Gamecock Central. Check out his column this week. It is up on GamecockCentral.com. I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us, and have a great weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.